Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. No, no reason why any team in this league on any given day can't compete with another team from the same level. We have to go to the Wolves, we have to roll our sleeves up and show their heart. This may be old-fashioned, but that'll never change, you know. Wise Men Say, Sun FM Preview Show, with Stephen Goldsmith and Gareth Barker. All things Sunderland. And welcome along to the Wise Men Say, Sun FM Preview Show, where we are going to discuss Sunderland's nice, easy trip to Molyneux, where three points is surely in the bag already. Joining myself and Gareth to do that is our... Is our own Rory Fallow. Seems like it's any ages since you've been in, to be honest. A couple of weeks. Well, that is ages in the context of yeah, you appearing on the show, though. Me. Well, it must be Mickey Loft taking my place. Because he is everywhere. He, <laughs> he is, is everywhere. He actually is <laughs> everywhere. Also, delighted to say that former Sunderland player John Oster joins us in the studio at night for. It's not your debut because you've, you've been on the, as a foreign guest and you've. You've been in the Peacock with us a couple of times, but your yep. debut in the yep. studio. Yeah, uh, glad to be here, and uh, we'll see what we've got to talk about tonight. Yeah, it's always interesting. Yeah, you're probably going to have to repeat loads of stuff you've already said in the, in, in the Peacock, to be honest, John, because most <laughs> of our listeners every week. Yeah, <laughs> most of our yeah. listeners haven't been there, so uh, unfortunately, no, I'll save it. Next time John's on the Peacock and he's tell the same story as there, and then people haven't come and have to come again. Do you think we could just record the Peacock show and just put it out as an episode one week? Would we get away with that? Probably so not because the game you'll be discussing though. the game that's already passed. It'd be a right faff on as well yeah. to do mm. that. Logistical nightmare. It would be, and I'd, it'd be at my door. So it's a no. <laughs> it's a no from Gareth. Um, just before we start on the football, uh, Marty Moonpie's been on again. You know the guy from Peru. Oh, well, yeah, not yeah. from Peru, but he was Peru, in Peru. Peru looking for a Peruvian New Zealand side. Looking for a Peruvian pub with a stream on of the Sunderland game, wasn't he? Did he find one? Well, he's pictured himself now and just got down from Machu Picchu. Mm. I'm sure Sunderland will link with him. Is a couple of, uh, <laughs> couple of transfer <laughs> windows. It's a call. Them on, isn't it? That one um, <laughs> got told off for taking this photo. This is a photo of him holding a Sunderland flag up. Um, in Who told him off? I don't know. Um, I'm Roberto on, Solano. He's okay. really, really yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on my honeymoon, travelling around. His wife told him off. America. Yeah. Surely Wolves is a game Sunderland would go and win out of the blue. Historically, that has been known, hasn't it? <laughs> We've been saying that for about two years now. It, it used to happen. It doesn't really happen anymore, though. Well, I mean, quickly revisiting the um, Reading game at the weekend. John Reading, an old club of yours as well. Um, you, you were dragged along there, probably. By us, really, to come and do the show before, but oh. uh, you all two sides meeting. Did you did you did you see what was coming before the red card? Um, no, I think I think all in all, the first half was was pretty even. Um, Reading the only the only difference I'd say Reading had was that they 
probably knew that the the way the formation w was going a little bit better. You know that their interchanges um, looked a little bit slicker than Sunderland. You know you got players coming in, and when some when someone came in off the line, somebody went out. You know that they just understood the system a little bit better. Been playing um, the eight months or so. Yeah, exactly. And Yapsdam obviously he's got that way of playing, and, he, and he's sticking to it. But um, I could see I could see what Sunderland were trying to do. Um, Albeit they didn't create many chances, but they they kept the ball okay. But um, it, it wasn't sort of penetrating enough. The the, the 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 passing wasn't crisp enough, and it wasn't it wasn't getting getting down down the sides or anything like that. So it was um, that was the only thing that was disappointing that they couldn't create any chances. And how long will that take to come? I mean, I know you know, you don't know the exact might... answer to this, but how long? Typically, uh, as a as a footballer, how long would it would it take for that like change in the way you play to click into place? It might not just be that though, because I think it's it comes down to a personnel uh, as well. You know, um, I think it's it's going to be sort of try and try and get as many points as they can from now until January, and then see what he can do in January. You know, with the ins and outs, it's it's going to be difficult because he's he's obviously got not not a lot of money to spend. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be critical what he can do in the loan market. I think that. The primary objective seemed to be, aside from keeping the ball when we had it, mm. seemed to be getting keeping the shape, keeping the shape. There weren't, I don't know, if fans were getting frustrated about the pressing, the lack of pressing. But I think it was just, it was just as soon as they gave the ball away, it was like drop, drop off and get back into shape. And that was yeah. the, that seemed to be the primary. I think it would have been if it would have been all right if we hadn't gone down to ten. I think we would have stayed in the game mm -hmm. and then maybe got on the front foot a bit if it was still nil nil, maybe half an hour to go. Yeah, I think also Reading. They made the pitch as big as possible. I know it's a big pitch, but um, when 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 it's not going well for you, they they created a really mm. big surface to play on, and you've got players like Catamol and Gibson in the middle, and and they're not you're in dongs, you know. They can't get about as as well not as he mobile. can. Mobile, no. But um, so it, it's it's difficult. But um, all credit to him. First half, like I say, they they limited Reading to if any chances, uh, not creating much themselves. But um, going forward, I can, I can see what Chris Coleman's trying to do. It's just it's going to take some time and, and maybe, like I say, some, some different personnel. Kind of had the feel of a pre-season game a little bit because of how what you were saying, Gareth, about how we were just so determined yeah. to keep the shape rather than push forward and maybe that would have changed the longer the game went on. But it's exactly what you say, John, the, the way Redden were so well drilled and mm. knew their jobs just that little bit better and had that almost psychic understanding with each other to yeah. fill the other spaces mm. and is that encouraging in a way though that we uh, you know th this is a brand new thing for Sunderland and, and not only did they compete if it was inches away from going yeah. one goal up in the first yeah, half yeah. I think I think you've also like I say you give it a little bit of credit because you can see, you can see what his long term goal is going to be but in the short space of time he's, he's had it's, it's, it's really hard to implement it and, and make the players buy into it um, especially if the results are not going to go your way. Um, they got a good result at Burton, but then obviously last week just set them back a little bit, albeit with ten men. So uh, going to Wolves again, it's going to be difficult. Mm. Um, they probably have to do a bit more of what they did last week and be very, very patient um, because Wolves are flying at the minute. I think the worst, the worst team you've probably gone down to ten men against on what I've seen this season yeah. was Reading. Yeah, because they had the first team. I was saying, said this on Monday as well. To be fair, and it was I thought. Not in quality, but in style. It was like a Premier League game. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because I spoke to Kevin Dillon at the weekend, who was at the game, and um, he was saying Reading are one of the best teams when the opposition go down to 10 men, which I never even gave a sort of second glance to. I've never even thought I, about I it. Didn't, but I didn't know about that yeah, statistically, but yeah. you can see why. Because yeah, yeah. in the Championship, it's about second balls mainly. Yeah. 
And whereas Redden are the first team who've come and wanted to pass it, mm. really. Mm. And they make you do the chase. And then all of a sudden, the, the gap's there and they move you. And then the stadium knew, didn't it? As soon as he went off, the whole st- you knew yeah. there was no way back for it. And you mentioned the crowd getting frustrated and there was there was one incident, wasn't in the second half? When, oh. when it, if, 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 if Graben didn't eventually go and chase down one of the centre-halves, they would have been there doing that for 10 yeah. minutes because it all it already felt like they were doing that for 10 minutes before yeah. before he chased well, them who, down. Who and you could, you could sympathise in a way, as you say, Renner was going to pass it around you and they're trying to... It was damage limitation at that point, Who would have thought it? that Paul McShane had come back 10 <laughs> years later and do... Like, you know, take the mick out of us like that. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's, what, that's what always happens to <laughs> yeah. our old crap players. Yeah. They always come back and do something good yeah, every well, single time. Yeah, yeah, but passing the just passing it. No, back that's exactly what would happen. Like, he turns yeah. it to Beckenbauer, obviously. Yeah. Anyone can pass it when there's little pressure on you. Yeah. Let's have it right. He, like, yeah. he had the freedom of half of the pitch, so. Mm. Yeah, that's a frustrating thing. And I, the lack of. of, of Mobility and pace and power in the, in, what, yeah. in the midfield area is concerning. We 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 do ask Chris about that. The which, pace which as well when you get down on. to ten men that they didn't have the outball, they didn't have anything to get them out of. Obviously, they, they had to sit in and absorb a lot of pressure. You didn't have a, an outball. There was nobody that could stretch red in, you know, or maybe get a chance on the break. It was just, it was hard to watch. Obviously, the well, second half. Obviously, it feels as always he's seen that Soros got pace, yeah, and he's fast tracked him a little bit. Um, and you'd think, given the, the options, he'd probably start at the weekend. Um, but we need the energy you know. as well. It's like we were saying about Catamall and Gibson; they're not athletes, really, other. And without a player like mm. Dong there who gives you that energy, a or yeah. just doing some chase and just putting a bit of pressure. That's be, I mean, we'll come. Sure, we'll come on to the Wolves game more detail later, depending. Um, but I think you, you've. It depends. Are they going to match? I don't know. What, are they going to just try and match Wolves man for man? And how does that affect the way Sunderland are going to set up in the game? And you know, maybe if if it's a three at the back, say for example, the sorrow, there's no real place for him. I guess he could play off the front a little bit um, mm. if they wanted to play two in behind. Give him a bit of freedom grabbing, as well. Like uh, you could put yeah. Honeyman and a sorrow in behind grabbing, yeah. like and a bit like he played. At, yeah, at I Wales. don't think you want to, You don't want to fill him fill his head with too many do this do that you know yeah, like too yeah. many instructions you want yeah. the lad to go out there and express yeah. himself and that's what he's been doing mm. obviously and that's what's got him his chance well, again we, we do ask Chris about Azora later on and we'll talk about the what we think the team might be against Wolves and stuff but I mean how quickly John can obviously a lot of positivity after the Burton game um, factors you know you've got to factor things into the defeat the sending off is mm. the obvious one yeah. how quickly though can a, a positive move mood be lifted um i don't know it's it's yeah i think you, the players are going to be on side, yeah you've just got to, yeah of course they have. what he's doing and yeah he's we're what two two and a half three weeks mm. into his into his uh managerial um career at Sunderland. so no i don't think you can you can worry about the result last week too much like you say the, the sending off is the is the main factor in all of that but um you got to go to wolves and yeah, I watched them the other night. They weren't they weren't convincing, but I don't think I don't think they have in some of the games this year. But they're they're still picking up results. Um, I think I seen Don Goodman the other the other night, who's got a foot in both camps. He um he was saying that a lot of the games this year that they've ground it out, you know. And you, who who thought of that about a Wolves team? You know, it's 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 not one of their their traits. So I think it's uh it's a good sign for them um, after what twenty games or so. I think it's yeah. like that. Um, they're forty seven points, mm-hmm. and I don't think any teams. 
not been promoted after that many games. So um, interesting to see how Sunderland get on on Saturday. Yeah, it's certainly looking good for them, isn't it? Did you mm. did you used to like playing over Christmas as a player? Christmas um, period, or did you? I don't, or were you jealous and you wanted the time off? Your well, I think when you're playing, you, yeah, you, you obviously <laughs> won't mind a bit of time off. But um, now I just think you get used to it, don't you? Over the, you, there was talk of a Christmas break for I don't know how many years now. I think it still gets yeah. flitted about, but um, it's never going to happen, is it? I don't think. You had a Christmas break when you were at Leeds, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I was calling Peacock to hear that one. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm never going to come on and not have that one, am I? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think it was just jealous. You're too, you're too, you're too cryptic about it. You can't help, you can't help being curious yeah. about it. Yeah. There'll be people listening now not knowing what we're it's talking like about. It's like Lost. The, the TV show eight series and still people are baffled about what actually happened that's what it's going to be like I, know, I can hear Google getting yeah. well, if you want, if you right want, now John is on Twitter if you want to tweet him and ask him <laughs> what happened at the Leeds Christmas party he won't tell you uh, what one day we, we might eventually find out um, what we did do though is we, we um, caught up with Thomas Waugh who is the uh, creator of the Wolves blog and we asked him about Wolves season so far and about the game at the weekend Wise Men Say, Sun FM Preview Show, with Stephen Goldsmith and Gareth Barker, all things Sunderland. Thomas, Wolves fan, it's been a, it's been a good season so far, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, it's just all, all clicked together nicely. We had um, new owners come in the season before last, um, well, before this season, and uh, had last season, which was a bit hit and miss, and then, but this summer they just got it right. You know, we've used this link with George Mendes, to get in a really top coach and uh, a lot of top players. Uh, they had the whole of the summer to work together and it's just come off really well and, um, yeah, we're flying at the moment. Yeah, you must be happy with that investment to, to really start to show dividends at the moment. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, but I think as you've seen in football, teams can waste money. So, I mean, just having this investment from owners and then having the... You know, you need, you also need to have a coach who's going to coach the players well. You also need the to be able to get access to the right type of players, and I think we, we've done that. Um, we've utilised uh, this link with George Mendes to get a lot of players from Portugal. We've got this little clique of Portuguese talent, and they they all just play off each other. Um, but most importantly, is the coach. You know, to get Nuno Santo, who was at uh, Porto last season and Valencia before that, and actually did a pretty good job of both of those clubs uh, to get him in the championship was a massive coup and I think that that above anything else is, has contributed to where we are yeah do you think he has had that well the influence to turn you guys into runaway leaders at the moment yeah absolutely I mean he's come in he's decided to play three at the back you know uh, play out from the back play football you know he doesn't compromise on that even when teams are pressing high uh, making the game difficult for us to, to play, they, they're still finding ways to do that, and that's that's been the difference. Because I think a lot of teams in the Championship try to play football, but then when they get pressured, it, it can start to go long. But he's because we've got you know a good squad, good players, they're able to implement this style of play. But but the coach has stuck to his guns, and he's he's been brave enough to pick to pick players, um, not just go for like you know your standard proven championship performance. He's, he's picked players from from abroad um, who who you know might not have been able to do it in, in you know the tougher conditions, but they have they've proven that and um, he's done very well. Yeah, yeah, and obviously the style of play that you guys are playing, you must be happy to to be sitting back and and, and watching this uh, in front of you. 
Absolutely. I mean, to, to, to win, when I mean, we've now won six in a row, top of the league, ten points clear of third place. When you're winning any game of football, you, you're happy. But when you win and you do it with a bit of style, um, and you, you know, it's, it's rare. It's a rare thing as well, unless you're one of the absolute elite clubs. It's very rare, even when you're successful at times, that you're playing excellent football. Sometimes you've just got a very effective team. I mean, Wolves have been promoted from the Championship before, and we, we've... But we, we haven't played this kind of football, this style of play. And I, I do generally feel that if this team was in the Premier League, there'd be a decent Premier League team. Not a top Premier League team, but not a, certainly not a team who would, you know, scrap it out right at the bottom of the table. So that, that's how highly I think of this group. I think even, I think if we're successful and we're able to get up, I don't think we'd have to do major surgery on that team for it to be good enough to, to hold its own in the, you know, mid-table Premier League. And of course we've seen teams that go up from the Championship to the Premier League. they, In the year in the Championship, in their promotion year, they seem to have a make their home ground a, a bit of a fortress and it seems that Molyneux is heading that way this season. Um, you, would, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we've, we've, we've played well at home. I think we've only had one defeat and that was to, Sheffield, uh, to Cardiff, sorry. Um, and they came and bullied us a bit and I think some of the players were still acclimatising uh, to the conditions and also taking us in away from Cardiff they're a very good team you know they're the team that are pushing us right at the top of the table um, they came and implemented the, a game plan and it worked very effectively and I think what they did is what Sunderland will have to do this weekend if they're going to be successful too so um, so yeah both interesting game ahead yeah and, and of course in terms of the, well, obviously it's running about halfway through in the season at the moment but who are the players from Wolves that have been standing out for you so far um, well I mean the the obvious one is probably Ruben Neves in midfield, £15 million signing from Porto. A lot of eyebrows raised when he came to Wolves, and including my own. <laughs> not very, uh, not expected you're going to sign a player who was playing in the Champions League for Porto last season. But he's been excellent in midfield and he just keeps things ticking over. Ahead of him, Diogo Jota, uh, kind of number 10, winger, but sort of tucked inside playing just behind a striker. He's he's a very busy player. He was a, he's on loan from Atletico Madrid, but again he was at Porto last season. Did very well for them. Um, so to get him in the championship is incredible, and he's I think he's close to double figures for the season. And then Leo Bonatini, striker up front. Um, you know less profile. We've actually signed him from Al Hilal in Saudi Arabia, but he came through at the Juventus Academy. Um, he looks a great player. Twelve goals, I think, in the league already for him this season. And we're pl- all our like busy, sort of creative players are just feeding off him, and he's getting in the box and getting on the end of things. So, I mean, those are the three I would probably pick out above anyone else. Yeah. And just going forward, then to the looking ahead to the game coming up on this Saturday, what do you what do you make of it then of, of Sunderland coming down to Molyneux? Well, I mean, it's been a difficult time for Sunderland, isn't it? I mean, they've have um, had a tough couple of years. Tough season in the championship. I didn't expect them to struggle as badly as they did. I didn't think they'd be right at the top. I certainly didn't think they'd be at the the bottom. So, I think with it's it's not it's difficult really because I think it's with Chris Coleman coming in. I don't know if he's really going to have had time to really get to grips with that squad. And I think you've got a problem with personnel. Um, so I think even if he can extract better performances out of them, which will be tough to do in itself. Um, I, I'm not sure what he can do. I think he. I feel like he has to perform some surgery on that team in January. Um, so I think it's not a bad time to be playing Sunderland. And obviously we're confident. Six wins in a row, playing very well, scoring goals for fun, not conceding many. So I'm. You know, you look at it. You look at the table and you look at how well we're playing. It's hard not to be confident.
Yeah. I mean, it's one of those games, isn't it, that comes across in this season where on paper it just seems like it's it's got a complete mismatch. But I guess from Wolves' point of view, from your side, it's it's a it's a slip up opportunity that you've got to be uh, you've got they've got to be on the ball, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the same with any championship game. I mean, and sometimes I think some of the results we've we've we have had our own a fair slice of fortune. I mean, we 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 beat Barnsley in the last minute, and we were probably quite lucky to get that result. We've had other narrow victories that you know we might not have got. So it's um, it's not a fort. Nothing's a foregone conclusion. Um, and I definitely think if Sunderland came and play, you know, very compact and, and stop Wolves playing, and they can get themselves ahead, and I think that's so important for Sunderland. On Saturday, they need to get the first goal. If they don't get the first goal and Wolves are on top in the game, I think it's going to become very difficult for them, not least because Wolves played very well on the counter-attack. So I think, I think yeah, that, that for Sunderland to get anything, they've got to get the first goal, but I, but I'm, I am confident. Yeah. Prediction? Uh, I would probably go, based on recent results, I would probably say 3-1 to Wolves. It's probably a, a common thought, to be honest. But uh, I guess looking forward then, just finally, for yourselves, surely promotion now is, surely only promotion is acceptable for you guys. And do you think you have the funds then to kick on if you then go up? Yeah, well, I mean, I think 10 points clear coming into the halfway stage and we're going to be well over the 50-point barrier. You've got to be looking at, you know, getting in the top two at the end of the season. At the start of the season, I would have just been happy with any top six position but it's gone so well and this group need to really kick on now in the most. so yes I'm, I'm expecting that top two position um, and then yeah I think and I do think yeah, if, this, if we get up the, the people who own the club have shown that they're prepared to invest I think there will be major investment again so it, so it bodes well for Wolves but they've just got to they've really got to touch, seize this opportunity because it's very rare it comes up that you have a, a such an exceptional group of players at this level in the Championship Wise Men Say, Sun FM Preview Show, with Stephen Goldsmith and Gareth Barker, all things Sunderland. Thanks to Thomas there. What we're going to do now is wheel out an old feature that we like to do every now and again, and that is looking back at a previous game against the opposition, uh, the upcoming opposition, which is Wolves this weekend. We're going to look at a home game against Wolves, though, um, the reason being that John Oster will, we think, have just about still been at Sunderland um, just before he went to Leeds and the old infamous Leeds Christmas party <laughs> saw his Sunderland career come to an end. Um, we, you think around November <laughs> you might have left Sunderland for Leeds, John. Yeah. And this just scrapes into November. It's the 2nd of November, 2004. Um, Sunderland 3, Wolves it. 1. What we're going to do is we're going to challenge you right. to see if you can name the starting eleven for Sunderland. We'll give you a we clue. We can work together. We can work together on yeah. it. Yeah. We'll, we'll let John we'll struggle on first and then we'll yeah. maybe bail him out. Um, I'll right. give you a clue. You're not in the squad, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Crashed. know if you'd had officially gone by then or not. But you would be familiar with this team anyway. Uh, was Pumi in goal still? No, he wasn't. He wasn't in, in the squad, actually. Um, oh, so who would back up for Pumi being there? Jürgen wasn't there, was he? Macho? No. We had good goalkeeper. Good goalkeeper. Oh, um. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, We're just letting him struggle here. He's named no on the tip of your tongue, isn't it? I think he went to Charlton after he played for us, did he? Went to Charlton? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think he went to Charlton. Where's he from? Is he Austrian? Norwegian. Norwegian. Oh my god. The same first name as another Sunderland goalkeeper. <laughs> also from Scandinavia, <laughs> who played just before him. Thomas. Thomas. 
How, uh, Thomas who? Thomas Myra. Myra, that was it. <laughs> oh, my, I played with him at Everton as well. How bad's that? That's even worse. Yeah. You oh, can't remember your name either. It's a decent start. Anyway, yeah. it's a good start. It's a good yeah, start. Right back. Uh, right back, William Wrighty, maybe. It still. was, Stephen Wright, yeah. Centre-Rs was Brainy's playing. He was. Against his old team. Gary Brain, yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say Collins because I think there was two there at the Which time. Which one? <laughs> Danny. Correct. Yes. yes. Oh, see, picking up, up. picking up. Hey. Yeah. Who's that left back then? Oh God. Um, would no, it wouldn't have been Julio, would it? Actually, it looks like Danny it. Collins is left back, isn't he? There's another centre half. Is, is, it, is that? Oh yeah, four, there is. Four, yeah. Four, five. No, there's yeah, there's another centre half. Five, yeah. He scored the goal that won the league for Sunderland. He's captain. So it was probably the captain. Yeah. He used to play for Newcastle. Centre half. Mm. Brother, also a professional. Oh, Coldwell. Stephen yeah. Coldwell. Stephen yeah, Coldwell, yeah, yeah. Then probably Liam Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. scored as well. Scored two, two, two. really good Didn't goals. He? Yeah, I remember Actually, one, Stephen Elliott scored a brilliant goal in that game. I just well, you just one told away him now. Stephen. Oh, no. <laughs> just just told him Stephen. Stephen. Oh, no. Hull Robinson. Yeah, he played in certain midfield. Against his whole team. Um, knock. Who would he have played with? With. Not Jeff. The, yeah, was the, it? Man yeah. Saved, Jeff? the man who saved your embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. For the worst yeah. penalty. Forever yeah. thankful yeah. to yeah. Jeff. Gareth, you need to explain these things because people who weren't at the Peacock miss out on <laughs> all these stories. Yeah. He asked John if he took a penalty against uh, Crystal Palace when we lost in the playoffs and he, and he did and he missed one, but nobody remembers it because Jeff Whitley's was that bad with a little stuttered run. At mine at the post and crawled along the goal line and actually looked okay. He's, yeah. he, uh, <laughs> McAteer's was pretty bad as well. Yeah. Like his, did we miss three? Did we? I'm oh sure McAteer missed three as well. Just can't really saved loads. Um, anyway, shall we carry on with who else uh, have we got? So Julio would have been on the left, would he? Julio yeah. was on the left, yes. So there's and two more top, giving you, I've given Marcus you Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Tommy Smith. No, oh, I've told you. Oh, yeah. yeah. He told yeah, you he scored the goal, yeah. He didn't hear, so. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh. um. Republic of Ireland International. Ah, oh, Stephen Elliott. Correct. Yeah, yeah. You did all right there, John. Yeah, actually. that was. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. You did, apart from the goal. The goalie, you, like, I just you got, got through the rest of the blank. team. I just, all I had was Tom, uh, <laughs> Thomas Sorensen and uh, Jurgen Macho's head. <laughs> just that's all I could see. <laughs> um, Jordy Craddock was on the bench for Wolves, oh. um, and Kevin Cooper. Yeah, yeah. For Wolves, Card, he's a bit Cardiff left foot. He, and he came to Sunday. He was joined Sunday. Yeah, on loan. Yeah, yeah. He came on loan. Never yeah. played a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Paul Ince on the bench for Wolves. Yeah, coming came on. Uh, Paul Ince really? coming in. Aye. God. Dean Sturridge, obviously cousin of uh, yeah. or uncle, sorry, uncle of, of uh, Daniel <laughs> Sturridge. Um, Jolyon Lescott, former yeah, Jolyon Lescott, <laughs> former Sunderland yeah, legend, yeah. Uh, playing for yeah. Wolves there. Yeah, and uh, yeah. The, Trying to look at any Carl Court, former Newcastle wow. striker there. Who was managing Wolves uh, at that time as well? Stuart Gray. What happened to him after? Apparently. Did he go? Was... Did he Carl Court? Did he go from Newcastle to Wolves? He yes. must have. Yeah. yeah. Did, did he, he not stop off at Wimbledon on the way? No, that, well, that was that was where Wimbledon. he was from, wasn't it? Was it? Because mm-hmm. in Carl Court playing, featuring the two-one in the rain. He did. Or yeah. one of the two ones. Mm. I think he played. Yeah, it. I think he did. Yeah. I featured. What was the attendance there? Heavily on the bench, mind. <laughs> you featured. I featured. Yeah. Yeah. On match of the day. You were like, when they were celebrating. Kept, when they kept on zooming to the bench of like Ferguson and Shearer, oh. you were like popping your, <laughs> popping your head in the shot. You were letting Gary Lineker have yeah. a word with him. Sort yeah. of thing. Were, you, were you on the bench for those games, John? For the one in the rain, yeah. 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 What was Some that game like? that. It was. Alongside Shearer on the other it was bench. surreal. Even when Bawley tried to. <laughs> scupper it and uh, <laughs> tackle someone and hit his own yeah. crossbar from the yeah. halfway line. But yeah, it was. It was some night, yeah. Mm. After I meant, not the actual game. I meant, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. What was the attendance there, Gareth? This, this is the year Sunderland won the league, of course. Twenty-three thousand nine hundred and twenty-five. Uh, it's, it's it's quite 
it a midweek game. A, yeah. it, it does, but we, we've commented on the attendances before, and, and what, you know, yeah. the selective memory, yeah. memory people have perhaps because Sunderland won the league this year, and they got the playoff semi-final the year before, so things were relatively okay. And does it say a lot about a certain manager and a certain squad of players, perhaps? Because there's no way attendance. I mean, attendance mm. is a, a drop in the knee that now, and and <coughs> the fans are getting criticised yeah. and, and slagged off, aren't they? Yeah. When Roy Keane was manager, we won the league. It was up to towards forty thousand. It started more, pretty it? low though. It yeah, got the, it did have a. I think it was the West Brom game was probably only about twenty three there. I think yeah. for the West Brom game, but. Yeah, optimism built up through the Roy Keane season, really, didn't it? With and it was the fact that like Quinny was there, it felt like things were changing around the club. Whereas at that time, it was mm. very similar to what it is now. Everyone wanted the board to be changing and stuff like that. So Elliot obviously played and got survived, didn't he? From that squad, there was probably only yeah, Stuart two left. or three. Lawrence probably. featured in the Pretty Premier League. Lawrence and uh, uh, Danny Collins oh, okay. was around a while. Um, Julio didn't play under. Uh, Roy Keane, no, he left. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the following joined. season in the Premier League. Sorry. I think Elliot in that. I know I mentioned it, but in that game, Stephen Elliott scored absolutely brilliant goal. Like he backed the goal and he chipped it up and like span volley and went in yeah. off the crossbar. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. He scored you, some great goals from them. Like Elliot. It's interesting that again, you know, we'll 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 pull that back around to the the game this weekend because. Chris Coleman made an observation about the players not shooting, didn't he? And you, we, right. when we go in the Peacock, and Gareth puts those videos on of previous seasons and mm. stuff, and you see some of the screamers the players have scored. Now, I know confidence brings out of a player, mm. and I know that Chris Coleman was, he, he's introduced his sort of possession side football, but it's the old its the old Arsenal phrase, isn't it? Trying to yeah. walk the ball in, that's what it seemed like, didn't it? Yeah, um, I've, I've only been to a few games this season, but the only person that seems to want to shoot when he gets half a yard it's probably McGeady um, left him because he's probably comfortable on left and the right you know he's uh, he's got two good feet but um, when he's stuck out on the left it's, it's it's difficult you can't really shoot from out there so maybe or not it, it could be an option to, to maybe bring him inside sooner rather than later and, and see see how he gets on in there because mm. um, there was large sort of parts of the game on Saturday I thought he was just stuck out there and not receiving the ball too much and, or if he is receiving the ball out there then there's only so much you can do from a wide area you know creating chances so it's, it's it's difficult. A couple of occasions when Lee Catamore had the ball and you were just saying shoot. I know you're not renowned yeah. for for scoring or, or <laughs> even shooting on target or anything, but But have edge, a goal. Edge, yeah. it might, where's it gonna bounce? Twenty yards from goal if it opens yeah. up for you, you've got to take a shot, haven't you, John? Yeah, well <laughs> you're speaking to the wrong person here <laughs> <laughs> about that. Uh, but yeah, um yeah. At the, at the minute you, the, they need anything, don't they? So anything if you Get one in off someone's backside, then uh, who cares? So it's it's one of them. Just shoot, and you just if you don't buy a ticket, as the old saying goes. I think um, there's a stat in the week going around about Lewis Graben. <clears throat> I think he's got something like in the top two divisions in uh, in Europe or something. He's got uh, the best shots to goals ratio. I think he's only had 32 shots this season, and he's scored 11. Right. Yeah, and he doesn't get a lot of chances. Yeah. He's not one of those. He hit the, he the bar against Leeds. He hit the post against. Uh, yeah. Against Derby, the, against Borough, the keeper made that point blank save. save from him. Yeah, yeah, that he was actually a really good effort. That uh, well, was just good one of them players that the doesn't get involved too much in the play, does he? He'd no. rather just be on the end of it, trying to trying to score. Sometimes goal, he so. drops deep. He, Runs the channels really yeah. well. Like it's, I used to talk about it on Monday, so I don't really need to go over it. But I don't get the accusation about him being lazy. At least he was um, listening to the show on Monday, girl. Oh, I think, yeah. it's, I think it's probably because Honeyman runs around so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I noticed that massively first off Honeyman they just 
sometimes like I don't know if he's how he's been coached when he was younger and stuff, but sometimes standing still is just the best thing you can do. So and Bolly probably and, coached him, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so he just, Great yeah, job, so he just really winds him up and job. lets him go at the, yeah. before the game. Um, but no, he um, just like I say, sometimes he just he just like him just to stand there and be like a little pivot because he, he loves to run and he's don't get me wrong, he's energetic, but <clears> sometimes he can be running around for five ten minutes and not touch the ball, and you just think. Just stand still, you probably get the ball sooner or later. <laughs> Could be to do with Catamore and Gibson, though. Not being well, able. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very like so, someone, someone has to move in this yeah. midfield. Um, well, I mean, that's it. I think that's sometimes you, you get. It's like uh, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of a, another sporting analogy, which would be quite good. It's like in cricket, I say you, you'd ball like load of deliveries that look really good, but you never get anybody out because you're never going to hit the stumps with the ball. And that's what it's a bit like. It's like you can run around the pitch mm-hmm. and get everybody up by chasing things yeah, yeah. but ultimately you got to use it intelligently you got to be, and that's what Graben does yeah. mm. said it time totally. and time again he, he stores it all and then when the chance comes he hit, he's, he's, he's got yeah. all that, that energy and it's like a burst of energy to get him away or he accelerates past people bursts past people and that's because he hasn't wasted he doesn't <laughs> waste waste yeah. anything yeah, yeah. yeah and you know his record speaks for itself this season that's what you said on Monday I said to me dad after the game it's People don't like Vaughan because he runs around a lot but doesn't score goals. People don't like Graben because he scores goals but doesn't run around a lot. Yeah. What What do you want? Yeah. I'd rather have the one who's scoring loads yeah. of goals. Like yeah. he's he's a striker. He's doing his Mixed job. <laughs> yeah. You want the best of both worlds. Yeah. Really, I tell you yeah. what, I used to going back to when you used to play, John. When Peter Reid was manager, he used to cause so many arguments around me when the last couple of seasons Kevin Phillips had, and he he started dropping deep for the ball mm. and almost trying to dictate player and he wasn't in the box and the amount of arguments people would say well what ex- what do you expect him to do and then other people would say he should be in the box he's a centre forward is that something you can remember or is that yeah. very much a fan thing that no nah, probably um, I think it's, it's, it's when you go through a bad patch as well as a centre forward if you go looking for the ball um, it's, it's one of like you say it's, it's one of them things that you're never going to score a goal if you're outside the box so you've just got to, got to trust your, your ability and trust what you've been doing for years that's got you in the situation because Sooner or later, the chances will come, and you've just got to be there, aren't you? You've got to be yeah. sort of Johnny on the spot to to put them in. Yeah, tell that to Josie out the door. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Um, Son of M's Thomas Hill did catch up with Chris Coleman today. Um, the conversation starts with Chris coming in, being asked a question about whether things could get worse before they get better. I can't say that it won't. Um, I'm hoping it won't. Um, but you know, I think I've got enough experience in football enough experience to know where we are and I know what needs to be done I know where we need to be and I know how we how we need to work to make us function properly and uh, I said my first my first day here I honestly I've, I've got nothing to show to everybody where everybody's gonna go wow no one I never saw that he's got, he's got this secret way is he I haven't I, I, I haven't I, I tell you truthfully um, I do know though, if you stay, stick at things and you, and, and you keep believing and you work as hard as you can, eventually something good comes of it, eventually. Um, so it may take me a bit longer, it will be great to go here the weekend and, and get a great result, something to build on. Um, so I, I don't know, I just, I, I'm still full of belief in the club. Um, I'm, my excitement to be here, you, probably, you can probably tell, when I speak, is still as big as it was before I walked through the door. I, it's an eye-opener to, to see where we are, 
of course. Um, but I, I, I believe that we can get away from where we are, I do. I just believe that. That's my job, it's our job, it's, a, it's our quest really. Um, and it's up to me and my staff, it's up to my players. That's, that's where it happens or it doesn't happen. Uh, and that's what we need to concentrate on. Jolasaro picked up some minutes against Reading. How happy have you been with, with him? Good, yeah, good. The young boy, he's got a role to do, like all young young players of his age. Um, you know, certain people get a bit giddy and they see a young player coming on and they say he's going to be this, that and the other. He's, all Joe has to do is keep his head down, keep working hard, keep his enthusiasm and his excitement um, because he's going to, what he's shown so far, you know, he's going to get opportunities with us. Um, I think or young Josh Maggio will as well when he gets fit. I like, I like, like both players. Um, so, uh, yeah, but both players have got a lot of hard work to do, you know, to maintain and progress as young professional footballers. So, um, no, I think they'll, they'll get game time with us for sure if they keep doing what they've been doing. Yeah, you touched on it before, the, the lack of pace and power in the centre midfield. I mean, does that concern you at all? No, I think... Um, I think we need to be as a team more dynamic um, in certain areas, but we we may not be able to change that. Maybe we can, maybe we can't. So whatever we've got, we've got, and we have to concentrate and get the best at what we've got. Um, I think any team you, you're involved with, whether you, Wolves will be looking at this transfer window, see so how they can better what they've got. You have to look at it like that as a manager, as a club. Can we better what we got? So we're not different, really. We're in a different position, of course. Um, but no matter what club you're with and how well you're doing, you're always looking to strengthen your squad. And, you know, it's, it's, that's no difference for us. Wise Men Say, Sun FM Preview Show with Stephen Goldsmith and Gareth Barker. All things Sunderland. OK, guys, Chris Coleman is pretty much there saying that he accepts... A midfield partnership with Lee Catamall and Darren Gibson is not dynamic and he's looking towards the January transfer window already. Is that what everyone everyone else got from that? Possibly. I mean he's got a, he's I'm sure he's focused on getting out the, the best out of I mean, out of the squad he's got and all of the there's the injuries, but he could still you know, he could still do something there. to uh You can't make a, you know, available midfield more dynamic though. No, you? but you could I was thinking if he goes with a three at the back, say at the weekend. So, say you do that, you've got Wilson, O'Shea, Brown in the centre back, and Matthews on the right. It'll be Galloway on the left. Mm -hmm. But that back three, Galloway's been shaky, so it offers him a little bit of protection. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've probably got. I think we've thought that before, though. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't really go very well. Then you you've don't got. Need your, you don't need your two city midfielders, then, do you? Probably. Well, that's what I was thinking. You could potentially yeah. have Gooch in there in the in the middle, and then I would. Right, okay, like, okay, right. So start start again from from. From the back, and, and give me a team that you would have with this formation. Right, well, okay. you've, you've been wanting to plug this three at the back for years. <laughs> well, to think I was ahead of the curve, I was pitching it before everyone started doing it. Well, you it, didn't because be you called it the Christmas tree formation. Oh, look at this! Which, which um, off, who is it? <laughs> Never mind. It was, it was um, Terry Venables going. Yeah, talking about the Christmas tree about formation. The Christmas tree <laughs> um, well, he calls it the box midfield, doesn't he, Coleman? That his. So you saw would... nothing from the weekend to suggest Reuter should come out of the team, no? No, no. Right, so okay. Have, so right there. Um, Matthews, Browning, uh, O'Shea, Wilson, Galloway, then probably a toss of a coin. I probably I might be tempted to go with Gibson for his passing alongside Gooch, and then you'd have um, in behind Graben, 
Honeyman and Sorrow. That would be my choice. So, no, so a box no, midfield, the box midfield, as he calls no it. Norma in the team. There's I no real place I in think that formation. Ti- I think it's time for. I think it's time for him to come out. Yeah. For a little a, bit, but if you're playing with been... two number two number tens behind grabbing, he yeah, could, he but he could, could he could come on, he could come on. I mean, I guess you could, you could. It's I a think big shout to put Gooch and Honeyman in the team ahead of. Um, of it's a good chance for them though. Well. Zorro as well, yeah. I mean, that's a bit, it's a bit light that, isn't it? Especially away at away at Wolves. But I don't know, I don't know if away is going to be better than at home though. If you play, if you play, if you play McGeady in there, then. You know, is, is he going to offer you anything coming back over that Osoro isn't? Probably yeah. not. I'm, I mean, I like McGeady. I just think he's been out of form and maybe he needs a well, little in a bit game, of a in a game like this where you're thinking you, you, you might not get many chances, you need that one bit of quality, you, it'll be hard to leave him out. But I think you've got that with Graben up front. And to be fair to Honeyman, he, he's popping he's up with goals, goals this goals, season. Yeah. Um, I don't think... We've been quite critical of him now and again, but he offers a lot of energy, like you were saying, John. Yeah, I was say. um, but he, he he does pop with goals, and actually, for it was his cross that McManaman slam dunked in, wasn't it? Like mm. the only real chance we've created in the game comes from his cross. I think he is capable of creating that, and maybe Gooch does deserve another goal. It's a good chance to start a sorrow where he's not really going to have much pressure on him. So give him a goal there. Give him say you've got an hour. You're definitely going to have more energy, aren't you? If you put players like yeah, Gucci exactly. We're going to be we're going to be doing a lot of chasing as well. They're going to keep you, the ball better than us. How are you going to release the pressure? Are you going to release the pressure? You, you so you can either you can get it up to to Graben, and he can hold it, and then you can get bodies around once he's mm-hmm. once once people start to break on. If if you play someone like a sorry, you got two options: a release, haven't you? Because he could go, he can go into the spaces mm-hmm. and 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 stretch them, you know, and run the channels. Yeah. And, and it gives you two options to get out because that's what they're going to have to be thinking. It's all very well being nice and compact, but what? How are, you, how are you going to get out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, if you keep giving the ball away all the time, so if you've got one one way of getting out, you need you need two or three different options. I think I don't think McGeady's going to give you that option if you played in that system. If you see that starting lineup, you're not going to. It's not going to exactly make you more confident. We probably all agree we're going to lose this game, and like nil nil would be great. quite quite a great result. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but at least you'd see that and go. All right, fair enough. And see what we're trying to do. It's something different. He's <clears throat> at least trying to give them something to think about. It probably wouldn't be what Wolves are expecting from us. They're probably expecting a four-three-three. Try and keep the ball. Try and get grabbing a chance. Hope he takes it. Whereas this just might is a bit of would be a little bit of a curveball. There's, there's a bit of an assumption that the Coleman's gonna gonna go to this. Formation, but he did say when he was at Wales he played that because he thought that was the best way to get Ramsey and Bale in the team. Hmm. I don't think it's that he's hell bent on oh, no. on playing that formation. I don't say. think that. I think now, this just makes w- sense. Well, matching Wolves up wouldn't. You, you could you could make an argument he would do that, wouldn't? Couldn't you? Anyway, regardless yeah, of whether he's right, going to go forward long term. Player for player, they're a better team. <laughs> yeah. So it's okay matching them up. Um, hmm. It's just. It's, it's it's difficult. It's 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 like like you say. It's catch twenty two. It's do you go there and stick the young lads in and give them a chance and sink or swim kind of thing against the league leaders. It's 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 hard because he wants to protect them as well. He don't want to go there and lose five nil and then they're out the team again and they're thinking, well, what's just gone on there sort of mm. thing. So but it's, be, it's it's difficult. To be fair, Gooch has played a lot and for, relatively for Sunderland. Um, he's, he's played plenty of games. Mm. Um, Honeyman feels like a senior yeah, player now. Honeyman's really. pretty much in every week, so. Has Gooch done only... enough when he's played to warrant it? Because is this not a case of what, somebody becoming better when they're not in the no, team? No, no, I'm, no. Not, I'm not talking about him being better. I'm talking about him 
in being like, different, being different, offering an energy. Mm. When he, when he, I mean, I got a lot of abuse for my uh, my analysis of uh, Lyndon Gooch against um, Middlesbrough last season. So people were raving about him because he played in centre midfield. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And I kind of said, well, he he ran, a, he he buzzed about a lot, but he didn't really do anything. He passed it sideways. He was busy, but. I don't mind a, a player in that area at the moment who's going to be busy because yeah. we haven't got anybody in the, in that area at the yeah. moment who is being busy. Apart uh, Do, and Dong, the only points of difference got in centre midfielder and Dong, and and, uh, McNair. and McNair, and they're not available. So yeah, did we just go with Gibson and Catamol and you know plodge through the game, or you know, or do we try and do something just to inject a little bit of vibrancy in there and and, and lift lift yeah. things? I understand where you're coming from. I think it would be more refreshing than anything else um, but <laughs> our jobs are not on the line are they so <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll I have hope to his see. job's not on the line already <laughs> so <he's laughs> but, um, yeah it's, I'd like to I'd like to see uh, like a, an enterprising formation stroke personnel being being played but um, whether or not he will who knows uh, not many not many have done it before him Is Sunderland's position that bad John that, just quickly that, that this is plain and simply Damage limitation at the weekend. Um, or do you think the players are better than that? Yeah, no, I don't think it's damage limitation. I think you can go there um, off the back of the Burton result. I think you can sort of stick a line through the Reading one, really. Um, but it's it's going to be another game where there's there's either going to be different personnel or a different formation. So there's there's just no continuity going through anything at the minute. You know whether or not, like I say, it's personnel or formation. It's it's. Like like we've just been talking about, it could be a back three, could be a back four, could be three in the middle, could be two sitters, could be anything. We we ain't got a clue, so I, <laughs> I don't he's know. Got I wouldn't like to I wouldn't like to be Wolves trying to analyse Sunderland because they wouldn't have a clue who's playing. Yeah, they'll soon, soon work it out. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, just, oh, just yeah. It's Sunderland. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Here kick, we go. Kick the ball near near the goal, and it'll it'll go in if you do it enough times. <laughs> that should that should be the team talk. Should it just hit it? Just hit it towards the goal. You just do what you want. <laughs> and like eventually, the, the whichever keeper it is will drop it in the net. <laughs> Shouldn't well, go out on that, really, should we? Well, uh, well, you know they've got. It's 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 sad in some ways that we, when we got relegated, we thought we'd have a bit more about us than we've had this season, and now we're talking about going to Wolves and almost treating it like we're going to Man United yeah. or Chelsea mm. or Man City, and thinking if we can get away with a nil-nil, it'd be a great result. It's that's sad, in, but if the you know it's panned out the way it has, and if we can if we can do that. Then it's something to build on because we've got another tough game against probably a, a bit of a different team in Fulham yeah. the following week, and then we've got a massive one against uh, Birmingham. Birmingham. So, you know, if we can keep pace with them mm. until we play them, I mean, we're only two points two points of getting out of it. It's not like we're you know oh, we're no. in the Premier League yeah. where we've been four, five, six points adrift. You know, two points, and it gives you hope that doesn't it? Because you think, well, we've been that bad, and we're somehow There's not still adrift. As bad. Yeah. yeah, definitely. There you go. Win the game. Go out on that. There's plenty still as bad as us. Got to win one now, now, aren't they? Well, I hope so. (laughs) Thanks to John for coming along, and thank you for listening. Wise Men Say Sun FM Preview Show with Stephen Goldsmith and Gareth Barker. All things Sunderland. (laughs) 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.